Welcome to the Take Back Your Territory podcast. My name is Lindsay Wenland. These podcast episodes are not just about education, but also transformation. With a biblical perspective, you will learn how to reclaim your life over the power of food and step into a victorious way of living your life to glorify God. As a master coach in holistic health, I'm not just here to talk about the body or the spirit, but coach you as the whole person that you are, spirit, soul, mind, and body. For more information about the Food Freedom book and coaching program, head over to TakeBackYourTerritory.com and follow on social media at TakeBackYourTerritory. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Take Back Your Territory podcast. My name is Lindsay Wenland. I have struggled with emotional and binge eating since the age of four, And as I have sought freedom um, in my faith, also in my mind, in my emotions, and in my body, the Lord has directed me many places and through many different things to really gird up my knowledge and understanding about the body, um, about health, about wellness. And um, so I'm taking all of that information um, that I've learned as a coach and as a professional, and I'm just here bringing it to you. Today, we are talking about um, the Ten Commandments. Nope, we're not talking about the Ten Commandments in the Bible, um, but I want you to kind of put that idea in your head about the Ten Commandments. What we have been learning over here is that um, food freedom is not about finding the right diet. It's not about finding the right food plan or learning how to self-will your way to freedom. Getting free from emotional eating has many different facets, and these facets come out spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and of course physically. Um, But what we do over here is we do things by faith. We do things by the word, we do things by prayer. Um, Our freedom comes out of intimacy with our Heavenly Father, and our identity rooted in Christ. The way that Food Freedom 2.0, the second book or the updated version of the Food Freedom book is going to be laid out. It's going to be in four different sections. Um, Before it was just a bunch of numbers and rules and chapters, um, but there was really no structure. I really just threw some words on a page and pushed publish. But as the Lord has been leading me to do things with excellence, also in submission and obedience to him, I have found myself for the last 10 weeks to be at his feet and in his word and listening with an attuned ear. I have even hired a writing coach to help me on my way to publish the best book that I possibly can in this category. I'm one of those people that easily falls into shame if I'm producing something that I'm not proud of and that I don't agree with. That's why you won't ever see me selling something for an MLM or um, putting my voice, my name, my face behind something that I don't believe in. So anything that I show up here with 
or in the book or online, it's because I wholeheartedly believe it. Let's think about the Ten Commandments, but let's think about them with the viewpoint of the Ten Commandments that you grew up with around food. Did you learn that there was good food and bad food? Thou shalt not eat after a certain time. Thou shalt not eat sugar. What commandments, and take your time, please write these things down, did you learn about food? Now let's also think about the Ten Commandments that you may have learned or been taught about your body. Did you learn, thou shalt not get fat? Thou shalt not be above a certain weight. Did you learn that anything other than a certain size of body, a certain weight, or a certain figure is wrong. Did you believe that um, looking different than people in your family or looking different than people in your community is bad, is wrong? See, I learned that food was never a thing to be celebrated. I learned sitting at the dining room table that is the place to be punished. I learned that food was a coping mechanism. But I also learned that using food as a coping mechanism was fine as long as the size of my body didn't change, except that it was getting smaller. I learned that if I was above a certain weight or maybe that I had a role, something that I could pinch, that it was something to be fixed and I was something to be fixed. And therefore, restricting of food needed to start happening. I learned not to get too big for my britches. I learned that there, are, there were children out there, there are people out there that are able to eat normal. But I was not one of those people. I learned that I was supposed to hide food. Because if I ate the food that I really wanted to eat, I should feel ashamed. So go back. Think about the things that you learned, some Ten Commandments that you learned around food, some commandments that you learned around your body. What were you taught at a young age? What were you taught in middle school or high school? What were you taught in your 20s, your 30s? 
in society, even just by social media, women are praised for getting back into their pre-baby weight bodies within three weeks of birthing their children. They're praised and people are amazed that somebody did that. And somehow it becomes a commandment. And somehow we feel ashamed that we're unable to have our pre-baby body back after three weeks or six weeks or even six months of carrying a child and delivering a child. There's also a commandment out there that once you lose weight, you're not allowed to gain it. And when we do, we feel ashamed, we feel like failures. Rather than people who may have undergone something, may have come up against something emotionally or mentally traumatic, and we chose to handle it by eating food. We chose to handle it by numbing and stuffing. I'm not saying that any of these things are right or any of these things are good. I'm just saying that this is a commandment that I've seen taught. Everything in this world falls under a circumstance. And a circumstance is something that is real, that is true. It can be proven in a court of law that if there were other people watching something happen. If other people could testify to it, their story would be the same as yours. It's like a dog walked down the street. That is a circumstance. A dog walked down the street. Anyone could witness this dog walking down the street and they could testify that the dog walked down the street. Now, based on what the dog looks like, how the dog was moving, which direction the dog was going, people would infer their own imaginations, their own thoughts, their own ways of thinking about this dog. But those thoughts are not the reality. They are not the fact. They are just describing from an emotion, from a perspective, from an opinion, about this dog. A lot of times what happens with us in emotional eating is we will look at a circumstance and we will infer our own emotions on this circumstance. And a lot of times those emotions, those thoughts are tied to a pain point. And then we will project out of that pain point. So if someone spoke badly to you, we would remember the words. We could remember the person's voice speaking it to us if they were in front of us. We could also remember the emotion that we felt inside of our bodies. And we take it and we hold on to it. And somehow it becomes a commandment. 
somehow it becomes a truth or a, a visual of a truth. And somehow we believe that, well, this must be true for me. A lot of growing up, a lot of adulting that I've learned in my life isn't, it isn't necessarily just getting more knowledge and getting more understanding, but it's actually seeing that the commandments, the words, the opinions, the thoughts of my parents and the people around me who raised me even my teachers, that they may have inflicted some commandment on me and some commandment on my life. But as an adult, I get to change. I get to change the words. I get to change the trajectory because I have a choice. And a lot of times those words and those things that people have spoken out over us demand that our choice is taken away. But at the end of the day, you, image bearer of God, created in his image and his likeness, with free will, with choice, you have options. And so when it comes to believing commandments or believing opinions about food and about your body, you have the choice to change what you think about it. You have your choice You have the choice not to go into the pain point of a thought. You can actually bring grace and mercy and peace and joy into those places that once harbored pain and sorrow and even depression. As believers, we are to examine our thoughts. We are to examine our heart. We are to allow the Lord to examine us, to convict us, to convey his truth to us. And we are to actively align our thoughts, our motives, our emotions, and our activity with the Holy Spirit prompting, with the word of God, and what our Heavenly Father speaks to us. We are not here to fall in line with some commandments that have been spoken over us long ago. We are not here to continue to believe things that are no longer serving us, that are too small for us. They don't fit us anymore. What I taught back in the group coaching for food freedom Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says that Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. He says, Take my yoke. Learn from me. Be my disciple. Do things my way. And when I studied this scripture years ago, I was studying it for the first time I had a public, public speaking engagement. It was in 2015. 
And I couldn't get away from the scripture. It, it was the only thing that the Lord was highlighting, and it was confirmed over and over and over again that this was the scripture that I was to speak on. But I literally had 15 minutes. I had an hour and a half to fill, but I only had a sermon that was for 15 minutes. And granted, five, six years ago, I was still not free. I had still not found the key to things. I had still not gone over the mountain where I am now. But this scripture keeps coming back, and every time I go to teach it, I always think that if I'm to take on the yoke of Christ, that is easy, that is light, that is rest, that is working in grace, that isn't striving, but is, it is seeking, but is not striving, this yoke that is grace over grind. If I am to take on Jesus' yoke, that means that I'm going to have to unyoke and unhook myself from the things of this world, from the things that people have spoken over me, from the opinions of others, that I'm going to have to lay these things down and say, no, you no longer have hold on me. And for the next several years after I taught that, I kept thinking, have I yoked myself to something that is weight-bearing, that is heavy? And sometimes calling and purposes and obedience, sometimes those things are heavy. Sometimes they're uncomfortable. Sometimes these mantles are, are too much for us to carry. But because we don't do things in our strength, because God's strength is made much more powerful in our weakness, just like the oxen, we do these things with Christ side by side, walking together, step by step, in a rhythm, in a cadence, walking with him in the cool of the day. And so when you go about thinking about these old commandments that you have believed about food and about your body and maybe even about yourself, you have full permission to take off those yokes, to take off those old ways of thinking, those old ways of doing, those old ways of hurting Like it says in John 10, 10, if it is killing you, if it is destroying you, if it is stealing from you, we can go even further into questioning if it's killing, stealing, or destroying the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. If it is stealing the seed, if it is stealing your fruit, if it is stealing your joy, stealing your peace, then unhook, unyoke. And you have permission to lay those things down. Because when it comes to your own food freedom, when it comes to doing these things God's way, just like it says in James that we, if anyone lacks wisdom, that we are to come to the Lord and ask for him, for he freely gives it to us. But we must ask holy with a W. Because if anyone doubts in his heart, in his mind, he will not receive anything, for he is like the shifting sand. So we have to unhook and unyoke ourselves from these old patterns. So then when we go and we ask the Lord, hey, I need help here. 
we can believe that he's going to give us the right answer because his thoughts are above our thoughts and his ways are above our ways. And so I want the better. I want the higher. I want his way and his will, right? But we have to unhook ourselves so that we don't come double-minded, so that we don't come with doubt. And then we can come wholeheartedly to the throne, asking for wisdom, asking for help, and we will receive it because we've already taken off the garbage that doesn't speak a better word. So process through this. What have you been believing? What has been speaking over you? What has been killing, stealing, and destroying when it comes to food, when it comes to your body? Permission and, and choose to lay those things down. And a lot of times when we go and we lay things down, they keep coming back. Bark, 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 squawk, squawk, squawk. And I've had to lay food down many times. But when I finally got to the end of myself, when I was finally, when I finally laid this thing down for the very last time, it didn't come back for me because I had killed it. I had slain this. I left it bloody. I left it on the altar and the Lord burned it up. I unhooked, I unyoked, and I went to the Lord wholeheartedly, single in my thinking, without doubt. And it took a long time for me to get there. But I had to learn all of these things along the way so that I can help you. So while this sounds like work, while this sounds like homework, while this sounds like you're going to have to get out your piece of paper and a pencil, get aware of the lies that you've been believing. Be present and acknowledging how they've affected you, where they've robbed from you, where they've stolen from you. And agree that it is time to, to let them go to lay them down and take on his yoke. Allow the fruit of the Holy Spirit to grow within you and come into the fullness and his kingdom because it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Until next time, Keep moving forward.